If you're a new leader or you aspire to be a leader, I want you to watch this video because this is going to take you very far in your leadership. Hear me out. If you guys don't know me and if you're new here, I have led across multiple organizations in education, in nonprofit, um, in global startups. And I recently was a, like, I wouldn't call myself a leader, but I held a senior level role in a publicly traded tech company. OK, now let's get into this. When I talk about you need to get this information quickly, one of the first things you need to establish as a leader or aspiring leader, what are your leadership values? And this is not going to be something foo-foo. This is going to be very real and how it can impact the rest of your career, your life. Get your leadership values really quickly. When you're in an organization and you move up really quickly, what happens is because you were brought up in that culture, some of the things that you are doing, you may not know that they're wrong or right. It's just kind of one of those things where this is the way we've always done things around here. That's one of the things that make up culture. So when we start talking about, you know, your leadership values, you need to decide what is going to be your pillars. One of mine is ethics and integrity. OK, you might be like, isn't that everybody? No, child. When people tell you that like they value results, some people truly do like value outcomes and results over integrity and ethics. And some organizations do, too, but they just find out at the wrong time. So let's talk about what this looks like. This is a quick story time. One of the things that happened in my career and that has really like been a hallmark of my leadership and like I actually was reminded of this. I spoke with one of my previous supervisors that I helped get promoted today. He is a director data of a prominent school district. So let's get into what happened. So he reminds me of this situation and he's like, you remember when you went up against all of us in order to do this or not do this? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. And he was like, do you know how big of a deal that was? So then he's explaining it to me and I'm like, okay, I remember the situation. And one of the things that stood out during this time was I was a new leader. I was a mid-level manager at the time and I had got my first team and I had a very diverse team. When I say diverse in terms of experience, age, values, race, religion, one of the most diverse teams that you probably would ever want to manage. Okay, And when you add the levels of complexity on top of it, some of the people I managed were actually friends of the CEO. And then some of the people that I managed were actually friends of board members. So imagine being a mid-level manager and having that type of political pressure. So when I coach a lot of you all and I share these things, it's because I'm, I'm always in like I've led in highly political situations, highly sensitive political situations. So one of the things that happens is that a new initiative comes down from this organization. Now, everyone is looking at, okay, we can do this. And I'm like, yeah, we can. And so I'm starting to pay attention now to how are we doing? How are we getting these numbers? Because it's not making sense to me. Because I'm comparing two types of data. I'm comparing client data and I'm complying the data. I'm like looking at the data from behind the scenes of this metric we were supposed to be like driving. And I'm like, these two don't add up. And so when I looked at it, it's like, how can we be serving this client, these these group of clients? And this data is off. I know this doesn't make sense. I know it seems very encrypted, but I'm going to get there. OK, if I'm long winded, you'll like this. You are not here for my story time. Said it gave me 10 minutes. Go ahead and click off. Now, 
what ends up happening is I start asking questions. And so then I started getting answers and the answers got real, real, real quick. It was like, yeah, so this is the way we've always did it. This is how we've been taught to do it. And this is how every leader before you has ever did it. And if you ask any other site, this is how they do it. And I was like, okay, so do we think this is right? And the person goes, well, I'm not sure if it's right, but this is what they're asking us to do if we're going to keep our jobs. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm getting to the problem. So at this point, now I'm looking at the result they're asking us to get, and I'm staring at my team, and my team is very upset with me because at this point I've made a decision. This was not a democratic decision. We're not going to execute this way. It was the hardest decision that I had to make. And the team goes, but everybody else is meeting this goal and we're not. You're putting our jobs in jeopardy. You're putting everything in jeopardy, you know. And then, you know, people start getting very political. So I started getting calls. I started getting messages. And it was very much like, you know, this could be your end of your career here. And I'm like, okay, I'll stand on that. What I'm saying, I believe in, I stand on it, okay? Now, what happens is that now my supervisor gets involved. My supervisor calls me into the office and goes, you do understand we have to meet this goal. Do you understand there has never been anyone who did not meet this goal that did not get fired? And I said, well, if it means that the person who met the goal truly didn't meet the goal and they just mess with some numbers and tinker with them, I'd rather just suffer the consequence. So... My supervisor looks at me and this is the importance of having a supervisor that's a sponsor and a champion and does not care what other people think of them in the organization. My supervisor goes, okay, I stand with you on it. But if anything goes wrong, it's on you, even though I'm probably get fired too. And I was like, what I'm doing is the right thing. So from that point on, my team and I, we got to the root cause of why we weren't able to serve our clients. And what was going on in the background? We develop a strategy to actually fix, fix the root cause. Now, mind you that my team is looking at all these other sites um, and their leaders like celebrating successes. They're getting bonuses. They're getting all these like cool things. And my team is looking at me like, we got this young new leader. We can't stand her. Like she's trying to change everything. We could be doing the same thing. Okay. Even at some point, I think my supervisor had doubts. And one day I get a call, I get a call and someone goes, yeah, like everyone at these sites have been fired. Um, people are being stripped of their certifications. People are being stripped of their credentials. Um, and there's multiple investigations at different sites. We were one of the two sites that none of us were stripped of our leadership credentials none of us had issues with investigations or audits um we were not closed down we didn't have any issues with the state and in that moment it was very hard because my supervisor literally told me you may have to have a conversation with the ceo and i remember saying that if i have to have the conversation with the ceo about the difference between what's right and what's wrong, then I don't think that person should be my CEO and I'm okay with being fired. And so in this moment, that's a bold statement and that's a lot of gusto now looking back, right? But now looking back, I was being paid like $65,000 or $70,000 an hour. At that time for my credentials, it wasn't that much. So I could take the loss. Um, but one of the lessons from this is a lot of times 
if you're not clear on who you are as a leader, you can get pressured into an organization who once thought that they were ethical, who once wanted to do things the right way. You can get swept up in trying to get to an outcome in the wrong way. And you're going to have to have a strong, like, ethical and moral compass as a leader if you want to in order to withstand in order to go up against those type of pressures because when organizations see a shiny new goal sometimes they forget the pillars that they set up and the parameters that they set up and so it's up to you as a leader to do what's right when nobody else is looking to do what's right when it's not popular that's what makes you a leader. And being a leader can be a lonely walk. There will be times even your team does not understand. There will be times that the people you report to do not understand. And your ethics and your integrity can save all of your asses. And so I was reminded of this and um, my previous supervisor said, still to this day, um, I have a motto and he said that it's in his email signature. And he said, it's the one thing that you you really taught me. And he said, that has been the hallmark of my leadership now because I saw how it destroyed people's careers. So make sure if you are thinking about leadership or you aspire to leadership, it's much more than just managing people. Um, it starts with a strong moral compass and strong clarity on who you want to be as a leader. Bye, you guys. Shortcast Club.